Testing, 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 testing. All right, cool. Welcome back, fruit heads. <laughs> Welcome back, fruit heads. <laughs> I think that might be offensive. <laughs> fruit heads, oh my god. <laughs> I promise, guys. It's She's not, not aggressive. <laughs> I'm the aggressive one. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of Let's Get Fruity. We are so excited to be here. Um, we want to give a little introduction of ourselves. My name is Mars. My pronouns are she, her. Um, this is my co-host. Hey, I'm Stephanie. Um, I go by Stephanie Her on all social platforms. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I am 24 years old. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say that. I'm a 27-year-old lady. I love that. I love the whole musical effect that we have. <laughs> Beautiful. So, oh, man, I love it. Yeah. we're Eventually, we're going to need sound bites because we're just musical people. Oh, my God. Yes. And we need sound bites of our own. Yeah. Like our own little sayings because mm-hmm. we have a lot of like our own sayings and whatnot. Yeah, it's just the first episode, man. And we're already talking about sound bits. You see, mm. we're trying to progress out here. Uh. Yeah, guys, this is a work in like progress. We've been at this for Literally. months now, trying to plan, you know, trying to find common ground on what we want to talk about, how we want to talk about it. Um, and oh, yeah, yeah. It's been fun, it's been a challenge, but that's the best part of it, um, is being able to be creative and, um, make something super cool. Um, Mm -hmm. Steph and I, uh, the reason we want to start this podcast is, is just kind of to create a community where we can talk about the hard stuff and whatever, the uncomfortable stuff, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hard stuff, the easy stuff, the stuff that only the LGBTQ community can relate to, um, and just everything and anything in between. This isn't meant to be a podcast that's supposed to be like super serious and whatnot, but we do want to have a time where we do inform people about what's going on in the community and just have an open mindset, really. Um but for the most part, we're just here to socialize, get to know one another, um, potentially have guest speakers and do other things that we might not even think about right now. Um, but we're manifesting the best that we can throughout these episodes, and we just hope that you guys enjoy it as much as we do. Yeah. My tea's cold again. No, I'm sorry. Oh, no. That's a bad omen for us now here on the show. I know. Um, yeah, no, no. We had a prior recording of this one, and we had some It was audio. my fault. No, we just had some audio issues. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Um, you could say it was my fault. It's totally okay. <laughs> I'm willing to take the blame for the team, man. No, but we needed, we needed that little first round yeah, to, we to get the practice. <laughs> yeah. Because now I feel like we're just more, like, loose now. Yeah. Um, if you think this one's awkward, you do not want to see the first one. Like <laughs> the whole, 
we have so much awkward silence. I literally heard back the audio, and it was a <laughs> lot more awkward silence than most than like the most of us like talking and stuff. And I'm just like, "Hi, future Stephanie here. Quick disclaimer: I literally have no idea what I just said, so I am sorry in advance." Okay, back to the show. It doesn't help. Oh Lord! We, it doesn't help. We disassociate every like five minutes. So literally, literally, and we're probably gonna disassociate again. We're just giving you a heads up, by just the way. Just a heads up. Um, safe space to disassociate. Yeah, but this is this is who we are. You know, like you know, we might come off as shy. We might come off as you know loud. Yeah. Um, we might come off as you know very talkative or whatnot. But that's who we are. We're just human beings trying to have a social life really you know and just bond and connect with everybody get connected for free very very true um so i guess a good way for us to connect with you guys uh we want to share a little bit of our coming out i mean we're, we don't want to get too in depth because um obviously it's scary, we- <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is supposed to be serious. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. It is scary. It is. Um, <laughs> but, and then, like, you'll see why we don't want to get into depth with it. But, anyways, for myself, um, I'm 27 years old. I realized. Mm, more like accepted that I was gay at 24 years old and um, it's been a fun road of unlearning things and learning better things and um, getting more comfortable in my own skin. I technically haven't told my, my immediate family most of my like mostly everyone in my life knows except for like immediate family but that's for yeah. like <clears throat> financial and safety reasons yeah so it's okay if you're old and haven't come out yet <laughs> <laughs> why are you calling our people old okay we're we're, we're very young i mean at least if i'm 27 <laughs> You could be any age and come out. You could be any gay. You could be, you any, could be gay. any gay. Any gay whatsoever. Any gay. Oh my god! I guess what she's trying to say is, no matter what age you want to come out, you come out. Whatever, whatever it is that you want to come out as, go for it. Whenever you want to come out, you go for it. You know, and all that matters is. That you are happy and nothing in the world could stop you. We love old but people. But if you're old, you yeah, no. still... <laughs> that wasn't even my love point, you. yo. My point was, wait as long as you need to come out. That you feel right. That you feel right about it. Like, there is no perfect timeline. <laughs> Dead ass. And if you want to take it to the grave, that's okay too. There's True. nothing wrong with taking it to the grave. I might take it to the grave. Shit. Maybe. I don't know. Depending on the circumstances later on in the future, you know? Yeah. I know for a fact that I'm going to be 80 years old with a fucking red bullet. Still. And they're still going to say you weren't gay. I'm gay (laughs) as fuck. (laughs) I'm gay as fuck. 
<laughs> I love how gay has become like such a umbrella term. I love that like you queer. even said um, umbrella because it immediately reminded me of Rihanna. Mm. Love another her. another another iconic queen, you know, Rihanna. Like, oh fuck, she's awesome. I love Rihanna, man. Did, is she really doing the Super Bowl this year? If she is, I am so proud of her. If she is, yeah, I might I, I might actually watch. Did she post it on her Instagram? I think she did. I don't know. I, I saw like someone posting it about it on TikTok, mm-hmm. but I yeah. I didn't know if it was true or if it was just a rumor. Uh, I don't know. But if she does, man, that's going to be something that, like, everyone's going to watch. For sure, everyone's going to tune in if she does do the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. That'll be fantastic. I Um, hope she sings Umbrella. A hundred percent. Yo, a hundred percent. I hope she sings Disturbia. I know that that's probably not going to happen. Disturbia is such a good song. It gives me spooky vibes. The point is, we love you, Rihanna. For sure. I'm going to hit her up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, MySpace, anywhere at this point. Because, Jesus. Is MySpace still a thing? It still exists. You think? Yeah. It still exists. Oh, wow. I completely forgot my login because it was like Tinkerbell22 at Yahoo.com. You don't want (laughs) to know mine. You do not want to know mine. Oh man, what? mine. <laughs> what was your email? Six seven eight triple nine Twilight Girl. <laughs> oh my god. I mixed the 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 part of like the number of like the the Kiss Me Through the Phone music video from Soja Boy mm-hmm. and Twilight. I, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Six seven eight triple nine Twilight Girl. That was me. That was freaking me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And I literally embraced it with all my being. And I was just like, I am that bitch. I am that freaking bitch. My email is really funny and I've had it since I was eight. But it it sounds like kind of professional. So I can get away Mm -hmm. with it. But Mm -hmm. I know what it means. So it's funny. You got to tell me later. Yeah, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, y'all. That is literally top secret. Sorry. So... We are going to have a little tea break. Um, It's going to be just a few seconds for you guys, but we're going to step away for a couple of minutes to take a break, get some water, some tea, maybe some wine. You never know. Get some alcohol in your system. We had our little tiny intermission, um, but now we're back. It was tiny for you guys, but it was like long and sweet for us. It was very long and sweet for us. I feel like you guys are curious to know what we're into and what made us this way. Yeah, for sure we were born this way. Shout out to Lady Gaga. (laughs) Shout out to Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga definitely inspired something in me. The like, fact that her music is coming back on TikTok is so like refreshing to me. Um, for that, for that, um, I'll dance, dance, dance with my hands. I don't want to sing too much because I don't want to get copyrighted. Like Jesus said, so good. I wasn't so, like so good. I wasn't like a monster. 
I was not a monster either, but I was very supportive of her music and, yeah. and her ways, for sure. I was definitely for praying sure. for her, though. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lordy Lord. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. I remember my my pastor used to use like music videos. I think he used one of yeah. hers to be like, this is the sign of the Illuminati. Take this is over. wrong. Yeah. This is the devil trying to bring you to the other side. <laughs> it reminds me of, I don't know if you've seen that TikTok, of, like, um, someone, like, doing something or whatever. And then this lady, like, from a distance goes, you need to leave. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the actual video to that? No, I haven't. No, oh, I've just so heard the audio it's so, so many times, up. really. It's from a, um, it's from a parent, te- like, a student not a parent-teacher conference, like a, a school board meeting. Okay. And and the parents were invited. Yeah, the, there was a um, these this couple, these parents, uh-huh. um, they were worried about mass shootings. Okay. And they were, I'm assuming Hispanic, I don't know if they were Mexican, but another white guy stands up and he's like, why don't you just go back to Mexico? And that's when the <gasps> lady's like, you need to leave. No. Oh my god! In the middle of, of a parent like like a, a school board meeting, and they're like worried because of a school shooting that had happened, and they're worried like um, this dude is worried about their the wrong children. stuff, man. Yeah, really. And man... then the guy's like, if you're, uh, if, something like that. He's like, if you're so worried, go back to Mexico or something. Oh my god! The way I would have raged, the way I would have grabbed the chair and threw it at his face. Oh my god. Oh my god, that is so messed up in so many levels. So yeah, speaking of childhood queer You're one of them queers. Icons, <laughs> uh-huh. um, <laughs> it was so funny growing up like like in the closet. Because I, looking back yeah. now, like I didn't realize how like queer coded my life was. And now I look back on like mm-hmm. my crushes and stuff and I'm like, yeah, bitch. Like just even thinking about it makes me blush a little bit. Like, oh, you did that impact on me, and you're not even real. Oh my god. Well, some of them are. Yeah, right. Um, I think I I started realizing I was probably like I was in third grade. I was in the third grade, and they treated me like a criminal because I killed somebody. Um, yeah. So I probably realized like in third grade that I was queer. But it, mm-hmm. it it was like, it didn't feel like an option, obviously, because of the way I was raised. But I would like fantasize about these things. But in real life, it was like not an option, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. One of my queer icons from childhood was, um, the. do you remember the movie Motocross from Disney? Um... I've never watched. Never it. watched it. Okay, well, <laughs> no. this girl, she like shaves her, 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 and her brother are like uh-huh. professional motocross riders or whatever, and Ooh. her brother gets hurt and so he can't compete, and so she's uh-huh. like Mulan type thing. She literally shaves her head Whoa. and steps in for him and pretends to be a guy, Whoa. and it was such a like looking back on it now, it's such a like like gender euphoria seeing her with her Aww. shaved head it sounds very heartfelt too yeah it was a cute movie very it was a cute movie and there was a lot of like misogyny yeah. in it because her dad didn't want her to compete because he's like you're a woman like 
this is not Man. for you. Machita. Yeah, literally. Mm-mm. And then she's like, Mm-mm. I'm going to prove don't like you that here. fucking wrong. And shaves her head. As she should. Yeah. Literally shaves her head and sh- and then she- She's a badass. As she freaking should, man. What? I love that. I want to go watch that movie now. You've inspired me to go watch that movie. You definitely should. Do you have any other childhood queer icons or just icons that made you say, yeah, I'm definitely, like, not straight? (laughs) So many. Um, Allison Stoner. Okay. Allison Stoner from Camp Rock? But it wasn't Camp Rock. It was Cheaper by the Dozen. Okay, 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 okay. I see why, but oh, you know, like she kills it in Camp Rock with that keyboard, you Camp know. Camp Rock, step up, <laughs> like, like, just she had it all. <laughs> Allison Stoner is awesome, even now, her, yeah, like to this day, to for this sure, day. for sure, for sure. <laughs> and I believe she's queer. So hey, Allison. <gasps> she's one of them queers. One of the queers. We love it. <laughs> That's awesome. She's part of it. Um, She's part of us. Yeah, we love it. Love that. Love that. Um, <laughs> another one. The entire cast of Now and Then. I don't know if you know them. I have no. I'll put up a little. I'm picture. so uncultured. <laughs> I mean, we do have a little bit of an age gap, so it, it makes sense. Um, Mandy Moore. Okay. <gasps> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Mandy Moore. Yes. Especially in the Notebook. Not the Notebook. The the walkie. A walkie what? Remember. I love the Notebook. A walk the nope oh <laughs> I don't know my romantic movies. A walk to remember and she was in another one. She was the she was the mean girl. Oh, in the, in the in Christian one. one? In the in the like yeah, saved saved I think it's called. Yes. Oh yes. yes. And wasn't she the mean girl she... in the Princess Diaries too? Yeah. Yes! She was. Mandy. She was. Oh my god. Oh my god, Mandy Slay. kills it every time, Slay. man. Mandy, a walk to remember. I'm so sorry if you ever hear this, Mandy. A walk to remember. I I <laughs> she said the notebook. humbly regret saying the Notebook, but the Notebook <laughs> is actually pretty cute too. Very it's sad. Cute. Very sad for sure to say the least. Um, it's a little toxic now that I think about it, but it's still cute. Bro, a little toxic, super toxic. <laughs> um, all the Fast and Furious movies, I would literally rewind to like that three second clip that they would put of girls making out. I would just, yeah. I would just oh. rewatch that like <laughs> a thousand times. That's all. There, we love that. We love that. Too much, too much to write down. <laughs> what about you? Oh, man. I have a lot. Um, I don't know if I want to share all of them because now I'm shy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are they, are they like all animated characters? <laughs> um, I have three people that are real. So if that makes any that if that helps in any way, you know. Um, okay, so the first one um, was Raven from Teen Titans. Okay. I see it. Oh my god. Every Halloween, every Halloween or in the month of October, I have to, you know, dress up as Raven because, you know, I just feel like my Azeroth Metreon Zinthos is like top tier, especially in October. Like, I am obsessed with her. Um, another one is Shigo from Kim Possible. Mm, yes, a favorite. A we classic. love, we love an. We love an angry baddie. <laughs> we love an angry baddie. A person that's angry all the time. She's literally me. Oh, my God. Um, so the next one you're not going to know because it's from an anime, but that's totally fine. Um, if you want to look her up, 
by all means, go ahead. Um, it's uh, Kagome from Inuyasha. She has this beautiful long black hair, and she wears this Japanese, like, school uniform and stuff. And, you know, she travels from her present to the past to save the world from demons with um, a companion called Inuyasha. And then they fall in love, they get married, they have babies. Oh, it's the cutest thing. It is the freaking cutest thing. I love Inuyasha. Okay. Is Inuyasha, does it have like 1,500 episodes? A lot, yeah. It does. (laughs) It does. But honestly, it's super worth it and it's super cute. Oh, I love it. It's super, super, super cute. Yes, please. Like, you know, and if you ever want short anime, like recommendations i can give you that as well um if you want to be bawling and crying i got you because that's what i watch um let me clear my throat for this one because this one has always been like the love of my life even if i didn't know what any of the words meant when i watched it um Mm -hmm. so i used to watch a lot of uh power rangers mighty morphin because okay. of my brother, and my brother loved Power Rangers, and because of that, like, I'm super obsessed with Power Rangers now. Like, for Halloween on 2022, I dressed up as the Red Ranger from Power Rangers, but um, the Yellow Ranger, Trini, if you want to look her up, you can, but she was iconic. She passed away due to a car accident, which breaks my heart because she was one of the best Power Rangers to ever exist. Like oh my in God. real life? Yeah, she, she passed, passed away in real life. Um, yeah, yeah. It sucked. It literally sucked so bad. But she was one of the best Power Rangers, in my opinion. And just, like, her aestheticness and, like, the way that she, like, showed herself, like, as a character and stuff. Even mm-hmm. as an individual, like, when she wasn't acting in Power Rangers, like, she was, like, super iconic. And I just loved her. Um, So... The next three are from Totally Spies, Alex Culver and Sam. I had a thing for all three. I don't know what it was. I just had a thing for all three. It was the cutest thing because I wanted to be like them. I wanted to dress up as them. I wanted, you know, to be each and every one of them with, like, different aesthetic hairs, the the the, the one bodysuit, the jumpsuit, whatever it was. I just wanted to be all of them in one. I was super yeah. obsessed. Um... Okay, so this one is way, way, way in the past. Did you ever watch a show called The Big Comfy Couch? Yeah. I so did. the ma- so the main character Lunette. Really? <laughs> I I don't know what it was, but she it was, was the just way she spread them legs, huh? No, no. <laughs> that was part of it, but not the whole thing. Literally. Oh my god, but I don't know, it's just, I, I have a thing for curly hair, and I feel like when I first she saw her, cute. when I first saw her, like, with her curls and stuff, how I'm just like, and now I have a thing for curls because of her, she's the reason why, like, I'm obsessed Ooh. with anyone that has curly hair, or, like, long hair, like, oh my god, like, Lunette, like, will forever be my crush. Oh my god, she's just stunning. And now she still looks great. She hasn't aged. She's stunning. Okay, so you've seen Titanic, right? Yes. I had Rose? a crush. Yeah, I had a crush on Rose. <laughs> oh I had god. a. I, Honestly, yes. 
The oh naked God, scene. I wanted to be in the middle of both of them. Honestly, Literally, like. Leo DiCaprio. Oh my god. Leo DiCaprio yes. is like my man crush like from like forever. And the fact mm-hmm. that I know this movie from like the back of my head, I literally know the lines from from heart. Like Really? Literally. If you play anything right now, I will know the exact lines cuz I've played it so much when I was a kid cuz I loved both of them together, especially yes. the naked scene. Oh my gosh. She gets Dude, naked. There was definitely room. There was definitely room for a third in there. So absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, but the theory with that, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, that I just I I can't watch the whole thing anymore. I literally stopped the movie like right after the iceberg mm-hmm. hits the boat. Mm-hmm. I turn off the movie. I'm like, oh, they got home safely. Nothing happened. <laughs> no, I they died. That last, like, hour. Oh, man, I know for a fact because this theory happens all the time, and this theory is something that is something that people argue about. But mm. I completely agree that Jack had space on that door. He could have survived. Yeah, and they could have taken turns. Ah, like that gets me so upset because his gorgeous fine self didn't make it. But I'm mm-hmm. I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Because we still have Rose. But damn! True. That's one of my favorite movies. And I hate to say that because it's such a tragic movie. But, like, the love yeah. story is everything. I'm I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. Um, so the but next... it's funny looking back on uh-huh. it now. Because they literally fell asleep in... I mean, not fell asleep. Fell in love in, like, a day. Yeah. Or two days. The fact that they had that love affair with... Not love affair. The fact that they had that, you know, that relationship within two days is, like, baffling to me. Because, you know, I can't even keep a person for, like, an hour. I get bored of someone so fast. And I'm just like, dang. Like, my attention span is so small. But anyways. um, Did you ever watch Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Okay, so do you know who the Hex Girls are? The Hex Girls? Wait, no, let me see. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember now. Ooh, I okay, love Okay, so the, the hair. main singers, Thorn. Oh my yes. god. Oh <gasps> my god. Love it. Oh my gosh. I want that freaking hair. She was the love of my life. She still is the love of my life. I have a cosplay of Thorn that I've been wanting to use, but I'm just not ready to show the world yet. But I've been having this cosplay for the past two years, and I still haven't worn it. I know, I know. I have everything, literally everything from head to toe for her cosplay. And I'm just waiting until the right moment. I think it might be this October, maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, my god! I know. That's the month I get my braces off, too. So let's see Ooh, how that goes. perfect timing. Super perfect timing. And then the last person is Fez from that 70s show. <laughs> I'm rewatching it and I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I kind of knew why I liked that 70s show. And Fez was just, I don't know, he was a moment. He was a living, breathing, iconic moment for me. And it wasn't because of like his character as like, you know, like a, like a, like a awkward, you know, like, 
um, always active, always hyper um, um, character. It was just for the flamboyance for me. Like, he was super flamboyant, and he was very, like, okay with being flamboyant. And, like, it just showed me that, you know, that being flamboyant doesn't necessarily mean that you're, like gay or whatever but it just made me feel that you can be comfortable even if you are flamboyant or even if you're not you can be comfortable in any kind of way that you want to be and I feel like he didn't really like show that he didn't care what anybody else think what anybody else thought I'm sorry but yeah Fez for sure I still have a crush on him till this day for sure and it's so funny that we bring up Fez because I feel like that's a perfect description of like at least my sexuality today like it's changed so much i used to think i was like so about men but once Mm -hmm. i gave up that like desire to please men it's changed so much like i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. sit here and say that there are no cis men that i'm not attracted to but oh a bunch a bunch but there's something about men that are like more in touch with their feminine side and like that confidence to just dress how they want act how they want i find that's like the next level yes that would be like the most beautiful thing to me for a man to like open up and cry and actually say how he's feeling instead of just like pretending he's okay and like yeah absolutely oh my god it's just for me i just feel like it's a certain type of manhood Mm -hmm. that they want to live off of and they just want to fulfill their manhood fantasy yeah and for me it's just like a fantasy a a fantasy is a fantasy it doesn't have to be necessarily a manhood fantasy it could be anything you want it to be the fact that you're even considering it as a manhood you know fantasy is probably because the way that you were raised or probably the way that, you know, things were taught to you at a young age. That doesn't necessarily mean you can go and just not be open about, like, certain things or be open about anything, really, in general. There's nothing bad about trying new things. And I feel like that's what most of them fear for. Not really fear for, but, like, don't really look that direction. That's why know. it's so, like, a like a standard for me with men. Like, I'm not going to associate with you unless you're, like, actively working against the patriarchy. Because that's yeah. exactly what it is. Like, that holding men to this standard women. of protecting mm-hmm. women, like... Baby, I to, can protect like, myself. Exactly. Like, that was all in the time where, like, women had no options. Women weren't even allowed to work. Like, we're not in that era anymore. Like, we are fighting for like an equal playing ground and like you holding yourself to this standard that just doesn't exist anymore why why do why would i want to date a cis man or a man if they see me as like some sort of property you know yeah of course um and to piggyback on that i feel like we're all just really trying to survive out here And I feel like that's the main goal that we should all be concerned about because um, global warming is an actual thing. It really is. You know, I'm telling you, it exists. And a lot of people are too busy stressing over, you know, a lot of 
people, not everyone, a lot of specific people are stressed about someone else's sexuality or someone else's, you know, flamboyancy or anything between those lines. And there's other things that we need to worry about instead of, you know, figuring out why this person's kissing another person that is the same sex. Who gives a fuck? And for me, I just think that when it comes to... um being stronger than the other, I just think that's completely biased because I can be a person that can do construction. I can be a person that can change an oil in a car. I can be a person that can become a owner Ooh. of a company and have a uterus and have ovaries. It's definitely a tired, it's a tired talking point that like, oh, if like, if you demasculize men, who's going to do these jobs? Like, maybe if those jobs weren't so hostile towards women or fem-presenting people, yeah, maybe you'd see more of them in that, like, in that career path. But that's because the thing, you know, you, like... You put yourself as the only woman in a group of men, you're going to get all the mm-hmm. harassment, and no one is going to defend course. you. And they're mm-hmm. going to say, you're going to just have to take it. That's the reality. But, so that's, like, such a tired talking point. Like, who's gonna, who's gonna build towers if not men? Me? Like, <laughs> we like, could all do it. it. It's not about your fucking dick in your pants that makes you more capable. Literally. Why does my body parts have to define my worth ethic? Me, personally, I just find that very dumb. People are really really holding on to those traditional values whatever that means yeah Um, for sure (laughs) and men have really gaslit us to believe that's the way that the world should be i'm not even gonna go there because you know (laughs) let me not wash my ass and believe i'm still better than you (laughs) yeah bro like you're too intimidated to put a finger up your ass just because you don't want to wash it get out of here bro get out (laughs) get out but yeah, um, we appreciate everyone, but we're only going to appreciate the people that actually care about us and care about the community because that's what it's really all about, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because if they're not really going to care about us, if there's specific people that are not going to really care about us, then why should we care about them? Um, you know, they could be the best person ever. And not support us with a specific choice or whatever. Yeah. And that will just give me the ick instantly. So, yeah. Clearly, like, not every environment is welcoming. If you're a woman, if you're female, if you're femme presenting, or if you're queer in general. So, that's kind of one of the reasons why we wanted to create this podcast is because there's so many podcasts in the world that are centered around straight people um and we want to use this one to just like not only like hear our voices but hear the voices of those in our community to just to just create space in an environment um and to know that you can feel safe here um eventually down the line we're going to start talking about small businesses that we really um enjoy 
because I know right now we're like nobodies, which is totally fine. Like we're doing this for the love of the game. Whatever little clout we have, we're going to use it to lift up the people around us and whatever privilege we have in life, we should use it to help others. I couldn't agree more with that. This was a lot. So today was just a fun little maybe heavy introduction um but i hope you guys enjoyed it we're gonna be probably going into some deeper topics on the year podcast but we just wanted you to get to know us a little bit we're letting you know now that you should go to your nearest target and grab some tissues for sure and tea tissues and tea yeah have your tea ready for the tea break so that you can take a moment, decompress, and come back and cry with us. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we're low-key for sure. No, low-key, no. We're high-key going to be... We're high-key going to be crying at some point in these episodes. Sure. So if you're not crying with us, then I don't know what the heck you're doing. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. So this concludes the first episode of Let's Get Fruity. Um, yeah. We love you guys. Please follow us on all platforms so you can absolutely. stay up to date. We're going to have events, hangouts, so much stuff that you don't want to miss on. We are super grateful for anyone that's listening. And we hope that you guys enjoy the rest of your day, evening, or night. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. is a free-to-use website that helps with uploading your podcast, has great and easy instructions on how to create and make your episodes, including all the tools you need, such as editing, recording, uploading, and making final touches. It's also a storage unit where you can have pre-recorded episodes saved, and when an audio episode clip is needed, you would have it there ready for you. For us, the best thing about this website is that it will automatically distribute your episodes directly to Spotify. Of course, we'll be in other platforms, but it's great to have one less thing to worry about. If you or someone you know is interested in creating your very own podcast the easy way, make sure to visit their website at anchor.fm or download the app on your iOS or Android. It's completely free. Thanks so much for letting me talk about this holy grail of a website. Enjoy the episode and stay fruity.